Johnny. Yes. I know that. I know that things look grim and dark right now, and sometimes it's hard to find reasons to just be happy and to to find the strength to cheer up. But have I got some good news for you? Ooh. In a new segment of the podcast that I like to call. It's time to smile with Bunny and Steve. Okay. So, <clears throat> here's a good story. A good, friendly, heartwarming story that is sure to bring a smile to your face. In Jerusalem, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre yes. was built in the year 336. It has survived for decades, for centuries and has withstood time itself. It just closed its doors due to the coronavirus, and it, it has only closed its doors one other time back in 1349 during the Black Death. Nice. Oh, wait, that's not a happy story. Shit, I screwed that up. Damn it. Fuck, this is supposed to be It's Time to Smile with Bunny and Steve. Fucked it up. Damn it. Bunny, uh, once a week, my family has uh, one knockdown, drag out fight uh, with, with the 18 year olds in the house. I have chronic severe asthma, and at the present moment, no health insurance. My kids do. My kids, my kids are covered. My kids are fine. Mm -hmm. I am not. But my teenage 18-year-olds still want to go out and see their boyfriends and hang out at their houses, which opens up our whole family to getting sick and possibly dying. And this week, it was a doozy. Yeah. It was a doozy of a fight. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty insane. And, uh, yeah, so my two 18-year-olds are now staying with... Uh, their Auntie Lauren for the duration of the quarantine. Okay. Uh, they are not staying with us for a while. They still, they still want to go out. They still want to go out and see their boyfriends and make out and go to their family and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, are they, are they still in the will? I believe they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think you yeah. got to change yeah. that. Yeah, maybe we should get him out of the will, or make a will, or make a will. Yeah, and then get him out. Of then get him out. Good yeah. Will. Does that count? Maybe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat that dog and beat the dog, but I want threaten to beat the dog. Barking. It's because he realized that, like, oh, oh, I and also around the block, there's another dog. So he, you know, they're Morris coding, Morse, Morse coding. Meanwhile, I'm trying not to go insane cooped up in the house. I've been quarantined since March 12th. That was exactly one month ago. And between then and now, I went to one movie. And then I went to the liquor store once. Besides mm -hmm. that, I've been locked up at home for a whole month. And I'm just going absolutely batshit insane. And and what was I, what was that movie? What, what was the last? The hunt. It was The Hunt. And, and I don't know, it, it kind of made sense to be the last movie. Yeah. That, that's what yeah. I was wondering about. Huh? 
That's what I was wondering about. Does it make a good, yeah. worthy last movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 made it made sense to be my last my last quarantine film. You know. Yeah. You good? What's going on? Yes. One of them is hanging. The the cyclone, the wind blowing it. Oh, cool. But besides the fact that the eighteen-year-olds aren't in our house anymore, uh, it's been a pretty crazy week. We got a trampoline and a dog. Okay. One of those things Natasha never wanted. We we were I I'm teaching Maxwell. I am Maxwell's teacher now, and uh, every day or almost every day, weather permitting, we try and and walk around the block, walk around the neighborhood, walk around for a half hour, forty five minutes, an hour, just to go outside, get some fresh air, get some exercise, and we're walking around the block. We go to the bridge and we're feeding the horse and the kids are like, hey, can we go over to the train track? And I'm like, sure, let's go over to the train tracks. And we're walking and we're walking, we're walking. And then all we're going down this like nearly deserted wooded, wooden like forest area type road. And yeah. as we're going down the the road, I see this big old dog limping towards us and and i immediately like i'm grabbing the kids hands i'm like stay still this dog might be angry this dog might be vicious we don't know this dog it, eleanor's like i don't want to go pat it like we we don't know this dog we need to be careful and the dog just just so i'm like stand perfectly still like it's a t-rex in jurassic park and shit yeah you know stay perfectly still and this dog just walks right up to us collapses on our feet and is just panting and rubbing its head against us oh and i immediately noticed that like dude you've got cuts on you you look like you've been abused looks like you've been in fights and also i can see your rib cage you are starving and you're panting you, you can barely walk like okay fine dog you can we're gonna walk back home if you want to follow us that's fine we can get you some food and some water and you can maybe rest a little bit. So the dog came over and, and we gave it water. We fed it. And the next day, Natasha took it to this great little animal hospital nearby. And they said, well, uh, the dog's not chipped. The dog has never had any shots. The dog is severely malnourished. Holy shit, did you hear that? What was that? That was... I. It sounded like a transformer exploding outside because all of the lights flashed. Literally everything just went out yeah. and then came back. Literally, ev yeah, the, the power went out for like a second right when the explosion happened. Holy crap, I wonder what the hell that was. Huh. Jesus. So, 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 
for the past couple of days, we've been taking care of this dog. Uh, it's about a year old. And as far as we can tell, we think that the dog was a homeless person's dog. Okay. Because the dog refuses to leave our side. God, it follows me into the bathroom. Yeah, it follows us into the bathroom. It follows like, us everywhere. Like, like he doesn't—he doesn't do anything untoward, but he gets so uncomfortably close that I have to close my bathroom door. Like I go to the bathroom in my own bathroom in my bedroom. There's two doors. I have to close my bathroom door. I don't close my bathroom door usually. Yeah. He gets so close, and I'm like, dude, stop it. You're weird. Yeah, the dog just needs he to be. Yeah. Lays his head on my knee, pissing, and I'm like, this is weird. You made it weird. The first night that the dog was in the house, I'm like <clears> petting <throat> the dog, and I'm like, I'm going to bed. So I lay down, and I'm going to bed, and all of a sudden, I feel something really cold, and I look, and right on the side of the bed, the dog is just there with his head resting on the bed, staring at me. Huh. Okay. And, and, and the dog just wouldn't let me out of its sight. And uh, the other day, uh, Maxwell and Eleanor were playing and they were playing tag and they were chasing each other around and the dog like got in between them and started barking, not in like an angry way, but just like a protection sort of way. And just like we believe that that that, yeah, this was a homeless person's dog. Because the dog is always just like, hey, do you want to cuddle me for warmth? I can protect you from the outside forces. you know yeah so we so we've got this so we've got this dog now i keep i keep putting shit in his in his head like natasha goes oh this dog is following us everywhere and i'm like well honey you know when the dog was riding the rails to san anton he had to protect his owner because you know other hobos would be trying to steal his bindle yeah so that, that's a big that's a big problem. Yeah, that's a problem when it comes to homeless dogs. So it, and then yesterday we got a trampoline. We got it from um, some outdoorsy store, Academy Sports and Outdoors. Yeah. And, and it was all like like she she ordered it online and it was a curbside pickup, touchless curbside pickup. And 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 that was nice, you know? Yeah. So so then we we set it up in the backyard and the the kids have a place to burn off their energy. Good. Natasha and I Natasha and I stayed up really late last night and I have a huge hangover. Yeah. Just to explain where I'm at right now. Uh I'm not in the best shape. My head is sort of throbbing. Last night they did a an all new episode of SNL. Yeah, live SNL at home. It was so freaking weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I'm I'm quite jealous of you, Bunny, because you're doing good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I, I yeah. I, I, I don't care if I never have to leave. Yeah, and I've read a lot of articles uh, online lately of 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 uh, like editorials and shit of people who are like, 
like I feel bad for being fine about this. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, it It is weird feeling, feeling okay when you see people who are really fucking suffering with it. Yeah. And not able to deal with it at all. It, it's, it's kind of, it's gotta be akin to what we'll all be feeling later. Survivor guilt. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I felt I felt bad after the robbery that I was in because yeah. Because it, you know, I, I was always trained to like in the event of a robbery, robberies never happen at a bookstore, but in the event of a robbery, just give the give the robber what he wants, get him out the door, make sure everyone's safe and I did that and everyone was safe, but there was a part of me that was like Damn it, I could have tackled him. Yeah. I could have wrestled the gun away from him and all of this shit. And I, I, I felt so bad for a while that, like, I could have stopped this. I could have done more. And so, like, yeah, I, I imagine hopefully when all of this is done that a lot of us will feel that way. Yeah. I, what I'm hoping is that it, this is my new hope is that ev- eventually you know things subside we're able to go back to a normal life and movie theaters open up but problem everything's been delayed and there are no movies so yeah. there's like a few months like a month a, a few weeks or a few months where all the movie theaters are open and they're just showing old shit <laughs> because the drive-in there's a drive-in that's like an hour and a half away and they're still open. And right now they're showing Shrek and back to the future too. Yeah. And it's like, how awesome if that just happened, but nationwide and all the movie theaters are open and we got nothing. So, Hey, here's into the spider verse and, uh, network, (laughs) you know, like, like, it's like, oh, that'd be neat. Hey, this week we're showing Raiders of the Lost Ark and Varsity Blues. <laughs> it's like, oh, that'd be that'd be fun, you know? I'm kind of like really hoping for that. So so uh like I'm hanging in there. I'm taking Maxwell's school really seriously. Yeah. And and that's been helping me out to have something to focus on that's like not me. You know, I'm not focusing on myself. And that seems to really help, especially since now, <coughs> like once once a week, I'm getting lesson plans for the kids. And so much of it is like uh, before now, I was I was just they gave me a a package of paperwork and Maxwell was doing paperwork. And now it's like, Oh, Hey, it's time for math class. Sort coins in your house. And, uh, use the fewest number of coins to make a dollar. And it's like, Oh, it's reading time. Call a loved one and read a picture book to them. And it's like, okay, I, I can do better than this. Yeah. Cause this isn't like really school. So, so I've been trying to take it seriously. And my favorite part is that Maxwell does reading and he's way ahead of everybody else. He's reading like normal books and not like chapter books and then writing. He's really good at writing and he writes short stories and stuff like that. And then it's time for Steve class where I spend a half hour 
just teaching him things I want him to know. Okay. And, and so, like, the first day, it's like, it's time for Steve class. I'm going to be teaching you important uh, names in the world of Lucha Libre. <laughs> and so now Maxwell knows, like, uh, oh, yeah, El Santo. That means the saint. He did a bunch of movies with Blue Demon. That means Blue Demon. <laughs> and, and and then, Good. like, the day after that, we just spent a half hour discussing the Beatles. Yeah. And, and like, because he knew he already knew some songs, and he's like, oh, I always liked that song. I didn't know that was the Beatles. Uh, on Friday, we spent a good chunk of time just talking about Ed Wood, and, and it just makes me feel so good. You know, I, I'm a great teacher. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I'm an amazing uh, teacher. I'm going to have to agree. Get paid shit. No. We, we don't get paid a goddamn thing. So so that's helping me from not feeling horrible. And and so like I like I'm upset that my two 18-year-olds left the house and and Natasha was like like putting an ultimatum down. You guys can't leave. This is a quarantine. You guys can't leave. If you guys do leave, then then don't come back. And so they said hey, we just got to get out of this house, and they left. And like I'm upset because our family's not 100 together. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's just nice having less people in the house. And I feel yeah. bad about saying that, but it is. It's nice not having so many people in the house. It's it's it kind of fucking freeing. So so I. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be good. And so that leads us to our next part. 